Hello and welcome to the Powered by Rock podcast. We're only speaking to Matt Musarino from the Orange County Alternative Rock Band, Crossing Eyes and Dotting Tees today. The band has been releasing singles this year in anticipation of putting out a full-length album later this year. In fact, I haven't told Matt this, as it may go right to his head, but their single, All Feelings Aside, is currently my favorite song of the year, and I have listened to thousands of songs, and many artists, many of my favorite artists are getting topped by me saying that, but it's the damn truth. So to steal a line from that song and get out of this intro, I'll just say, I don't want to be here anymore, and let's start the show. You're listening to the Powered by Rock podcast with your host, Isaac Kuhlman. The Powered by Rock podcast was created to help showcase some of the best rock musicians in the world and to pass on to future generations the rock music that has inspired rock fans around the world for decades. We want listeners to be able to hear great stories and life experiences directly from their favorite artists, as well as dig deeper into music theory and talk rock like no other show you've ever heard. This isn't about looking cool. It's about getting real and having a great time. Without further ado, let's start the show. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power Bar Rock Podcast. I am stoked to bring Matt from Crossing Eyes and Dotting T's onto the show today to talk about their music, the band's journey, and what's in store for this very talented and still pretty young band. So, hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Isaac. I don't have my applause buttons not working, so I'll just give you one of these here. Off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So let's go ahead and introduce you to the rest of the world who may not know you guys uh, just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But you guys have kind of been together, well, I should say, the, the band kind of has had some lineup changes over the years, but kind of bringing back to the beginning, when did you guys start actually playing together? How'd the project start in the first place? Yeah. So the project started originally over the COVID late 2020 and probably like September ish is when I just started it. Um, I just literally in my room just every day, you know, like everybody was quarantined and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to make some songs. I was watching a lot of, audio trees uh live sessions and like listen to a lot of these bands like have mercy and sea haven and citizen and title fight and those bands and so i'm gonna make some songs uh and it was because originally my cousin who uh passed away due to cancer it was just his anniversary actually a couple days ago on the 22nd um passed away due to cancer he was 21 he was like my best friend uh best friend and cousin and i made it because of him he was like one of the only people who legitimately listen to all the same type of music that I did, like mm-hmm. all the types of, you know, from DIY emo type stuff to, I don't know, screamo-ish type stuff or whatever. So he liked it all. Um, and I didn't have a lot of friends down here who really liked that stuff. Um, so I made it for him in the first place. Uh, and that was September, I think, 2020. But then I did like a jam in the van session with just some uh, like a ragtag group of guys. It was my buddy um, who plays guitar. He filled in on guitar for me because I wanted to get a session done because I had some songs that kind of wrote where it was, they were kind of for my cousin um, and I wanted to get them kind of out there. But then uh, I kind of went through different producers. I found different producers and I was still doing it all just on my own, just as a single um, artist and I couldn't, I wasn't really looking for a band just because I didn't really know what I was doing with that. I just wanted to put some songs out uh, just because I had sure. some songs. But then Oliver, our bassist, had reached out because uh, he saw the jam in the van session that we did and he reached out to our uh, to my Instagram and said, hey, are you guys looking for you know, a bassist and a guitarist? We're him and Soren, my, our guitarist now. They were both uh, from the same area in Temecula and they were 
kind of making some music. They had a little little project they were doing, um, but then they were looking for a band. So I was like, yeah, that's perfect timing. And then they ended up being good friends and we've gotten close since. So we put out, but I still, I mean, we didn't even get together though until after I released the EP um, with regressing memories and the, those songs um, that we, that was still all just, just on just me and the producer, Alex Estrada. Um, and then right after that, it was when they joined it. And I want to say it was, it was, I remember Soren saying like a couple months ago, Soren said it was a year since we played our first show. So it's been like a year and two months, three months since we've been, together and we just yeah this album we just recorded i guess is the first like full type of uh project that we did fully collaborative sure that's awesome and so i mean obviously the one thing i know that you you've been struggling with over the last couple years is finding a solid drummer but it seems like you know you found that now i think according to your instagram Mm -hmm. with uh, melanie joe who has some serious chops. She's played with some seriously big names like Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, a few other bands. Slash, Slash, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So there's some some solid, uh, some solid credentials there. Is she in for long haul? Have you guys finally solidified your lineup now? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, shit, who knows, you know, what will happen in two months, but drummers are so, I don't know, you know, they're, it's so hard to find them anywhere, but I feel like in, I don't know, Southern California, it's even harder. Everybody's in like seven different projects and stuff, but, she uh she is yeah so we we had originally put out the word that we were looking for a drummer and she had originally we were already following each other um for a while i just didn't even like realize it i don't think um yeah. and then i reached out hey you you know are you looking to join band blah blah because she wasn't in i don't think she, she's not in a band she's just kind of a hired gun and you know she plays yeah. with people um so I was like, hey, if you're looking to join a band, like we'd, you know, we'd love to have you. And so we did a rehearsal and it went really well. Um, and then we just played a show where on my birthday, on the on the 9th, uh, there's our first show together. Oliver couldn't make it though. Oliver got sick the day of, and we were like, oh my God, dude, come on. So we had to play with a three piece of just me playing guitar and, all, and Soren played bass. Uh, and then she drummed, but it was, it was really good. She killed it. I mean, she has... Obviously, she has chops. I mean, she's really good. She's a damn professional. But yeah, I mean, as of right now, she's she's in the band. She wants it, but you know, who knows what's gonna happen? And she was maybe she'll, you know, end up finding something else. I don't know. But hopefully, she stays. <laughs> I'm too good Smelling for you guys. Too. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Soren's too good for us, and Soren stays. So I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully uh, well, Soren's not gonna listen to that. He'll never even hear that. So. Anyway. Well, the one thing about a good leader is surrounding yourself with good people, right? So you've done yeah, that well. That's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. So I think one thing I want to talk about is I feel like online you use a bit of sarcasm. And, and I think a lot of people might not get it if they just don't quite know you or, you know, yeah. don't understand your yeah. snarky character that you portray on stage at times. I think it's freaking hilarious. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, you know. Yeah. This is exactly when you go to a rock show, you kind of want to have a little bit of attitude. You want to have somebody, you know, pumping up the crowd yeah. in different ways. You don't want just somebody being like, oh, thank you so much. We're, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's, a, you want the gamut. You want a little bit of something different yeah. from everybody, right? And so I think some people might come away thinking, man, that guy's a typical egomaniac rocker um, or something <laughs> to that effect. But, uh, you know, what do you think? Like, do you feel like people may see you as having an attitude problem or do you think it's kind of just what kind of helps differentiate you? And, and bring you into a different yeah, light or do you intend to portray yourself differently 
Uh, I like to just keep it really real, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I really, like, I'm, I'm constantly, if something doesn't, I'll say what I mean. I mean, like in that, like that Vegas show, um, I mean, I said some comments up there. I was like, we're just going to, you know, play a few songs that nobody even wants us to play anyways. Like something like that, like, I just, <laughs> I just like, I, know, I just like to keep it real. And like, when I, whatever I'm feeling, um, I like to just say, and I don't like to keep it some or something. You're going to be a bad politician, Matt, it. bad politician. No, I, I, that's why I hate, I hate politics. I hate politics. Oh my God. That's, that's the one thing I really don't talk about, but I, yes, I would be terrible. But yeah. I just kind of say whatever it is. And that's what I am also. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's rock and roll. I mean, it's a rock band. I mean, we're, you don't need to be, I guess you kind of need to be pretty uh, PC these days. Uh, but as far as just kind of speaking your truth and saying what you want and kind of being brash sometimes, I guess, I think it's, I think it's okay. I don't think it, as long as you're uh, still somewhat humble. I mean, I still, you know, I give my, all my credit to everybody else basically all the time. So like, but I just, there are times when if I get up on field and upset or something, I'm, I'm going to say it or I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And then a lot of times I am just sarcastically saying jokes, but yeah, nobody knows how it really is. You know, it's kind of hard sometimes I'll be like, uh, is this going to come across this way, that way? How are people going to take this? I don't know. But yeah. sometimes like I, but I, I seriously just don't even care what like people think. I mean, it's just like people on the in the internet, you know. I mean, I, I have a few, you know, the circle of friends that know me and stuff. So it's like I don't necessarily care what just random people would think of, yeah. you know, the social media. I guess from what we put out. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, another thing about it is that the music is fucking great. So like, as long as you keep making good music, and you know, if people are gonna take you too seriously, or you know, just over exaggerate what you say or you know be, take offense to it you know yeah you can't please everybody you never can that's you can yeah. be like jimmy yeah. world is probably some of the nicest dudes in the history of the world and people still hate them and shit on them and it's like how these guys are like super yes. nice dudes yeah. like like you cannot please yeah. everybody in the yeah. world so yeah 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 exactly no i know yeah it's like you we, we i'm already we're already making music that's you know not necessarily popular anymore you know it's it has its niche or whatever, but like, I know that plenty of people don't like it and that's, that's fine. You know what I mean? But there's those plenty of people who do love it and love the attitude that comes along with it and loves the way that we portray ourselves, I guess. And, and I love, I love those people and I don't like other yeah. people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you think that some of what you say on, on online and, and on stage is part of a rock and roll persona or is it just like, this is just um, me like, fuck it. I no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I have a, pers a persona, honestly. Um, I never, like, idolized anybody. There was never any, like, I didn't grow up idolizing certain people besides, like, Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows, but I'm not going to act like him on stage or anything, you know? So I don't really, I'm not, like, our, our guitar is and you know, he has favorite guitars, and he really, really gets, you know, into it, and he's, like, a perfect stage presence, all that stuff. I just really just, I don't know, it's just, like, super emotional for not emotional like aggressively emotional in my head to me because it's all my words and stuff and it's also real to me everything that i'm saying is just so real so like i'll just get super into it to the point where like i'll not even black out but like i'll like just be like oh what just you know what just happened like what do i need to do so i don't i don't think of, i don't like cognitively think like oh what am i gonna what's my next move am i gonna stand yeah. on this drum kit you know what i mean i it's just kind of like whatever for me because I never really idolized anybody specifically. So I'm just trying to be as real and just have fun, I guess. So no, I wouldn't say it's any type of persona, honestly. Cool. 
So let's kind of dive into the music because over the last what has been like basically 18 months or so, you put out about seven total songs with the four four songs on the EP, I believe, and then three singles, right? So um, you see, your sound seems to be a mix between like grunge, punk, and emo. Um, I don't know how you pull it off, but it actually sounds fucking rad because when I try to put it together, it, it sounds like I'm playing country music unless I have a full band. Um, what were some of the influences that you know you had in your music that got you into this style? I love 90s uh, alternative music. Like, I love post-grunge, grunge. Like, not even, I don't even love grunge that much, uh, honestly. Like, like whatever post-grunge, I don't know. I'm just, I hate genre, people genre-wise. Like, it's so hard to tell. Like, post-grunge bands, when I'm saying post-grunge, but like Bush, Silverchair, and like those kind of bands. And then like mixed with like Jawbox, and then even like Taking Back Sunday. But I just love mm-hmm. 90s, 2000s, Jimmy World type, those type of bands. And I never, I never like write a song thinking I want it to sound like this or like that. I just kind of start riffing around and just start messing around. I like to just keep it like that. So that's why sometimes like our song "You" sounds so much different than "All Feelings Aside." "All Feelings Aside" sounds so much different than "Dissatisfied." They all kind of sound different, but the same kind of. There's some are faster, some are slower, and then yeah. So there's not even one. There's not one uh, or even two exact inspirations because. Not, I, I don't look up, uh, like, I'll, I'll never, I know some songs, but, like, I don't go and, like, look up songs even. I don't, I'm calling myself out. Like, I don't, like, learn songs. <laughs> I won't learn. I don't know how to play a single, like, Take You Back, Sunday, Jimmy World, Job. I don't know how to play any of those songs. Like, I just don't even care to for whatever reason. So I'll just make whatever I, I like. Oh, I like that sound. I like what that sounds like. Like, I'm, like, all things that sound like, ooh, that sounded, that sounded good. I like that. So I'm, like, I'm going to do that. And then I'm, like, oh, that sounds kind of like something, like, I don't know, if, like an old, like a '90s alternative hum type of vibe, I guess ish. So, I'm like, all right, let's do that. And then I also love bands like Basement and Citizen, Sea Haven, Title Fight, those kind of bands. Well, older, the their 2010 kind of stuff uh, for yeah. Basement, Citizen, and Title Fight and stuff. Love those ones, Sea Haven. I don't know. I love the um, the realness in it. It's kind of like DIY ish, um, but. I like, we just like to be raw and just whatever, whatever, whatever comes to mind. I just like to put it down. And if I like it, cause I like, we end up writing, I mean, I end up writing a lot of stuff, but I just, you know, obviously like anybody don't like the, some of the stuff, but some of the stuff that, that hits me and I'm like, Oh, I like that. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's not even think about what genre it's going to be. Let's just put whatever we do in into it. And it all comes out sounding kind of the same ish. Yeah. And that's, you know, especially being in like Southern California, you get exposed to like local bands that, most people don't ever hear in the rest of the world. And that also can influence you even more than like, you know, some of the popular national bands. So, you know, there's, you never know where inspiration is going to come from. And it doesn't really even have to be direct inspiration. It's just, you know, you're, you're being influenced by without even knowing, right? Like, you know, I I hear songs on the radio and I'm like, that's, that's a Pixie song. Like that sounds like the Pixies in a band today. Like I know the Pixies still exist and still make music, but it's like, they haven't really been the Pixies since the early (laughs) nineties. So yeah, it's it's yeah, pretty no, interesting. Sure. And it's 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 funny because I even you know uh, when I listen to your music, I still kind of hear some of that stuff like Pixies, um, you know, Love not Pixies, so much like yeah. Nirvana necessarily, but like you said, some Silver Chairs, some stuff like that is in there for sure. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. I was gonna say, is there kind of like a specific theme you were trying to go for? I, I know you were writing some of the songs for your cousin, obviously, but were you kind of just trying to get, for that first EP? Were you kind of just trying to like? 
put the songs that you had out in your head onto something so you could record it and then move forward? Or was it actually like, Hey, I want to yeah. do this for a certain reason. No, no. Yeah, no, I, I put them out because one of them specifically was, they were all kind of like about my cousin and the feelings that I was getting from the passing of my cousin um, and just, you know, other feelings. So I just wanted to make a really like a, like a journal, like a diary, you know, but in a song, you know, I would just put all my feelings, like my legitimate feeling exactly what I was thinking into these songs so that I could, I don't know, listen to them forever or whatever. And I could have them for my cousin. Hope maybe, you know, you could hear them somehow, but I didn't really necessarily think anything was going to come of it, but I, I'm just kind of a, hard worker ish when it comes to this stuff. Like I, if I'm kind of into it, I'm going to put my time into it and I'll, I'll go hard with it. So I kind of ended up going hard a little bit in the beginning and some people like some of the songs and even just getting a few people saying that they dug it, you know, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe I'll start some more. And I was still writing. So I was like, all right, I'll write more. And then I ended up found, finding, you know, Alex, who was a producer who we've been working with the EP and the album and he's Joyce Manor and Jay Amore, Nails, Silver Snakes, um, he's all their work. So once we found him, it was kind of perfect because he understood kind of what we were going for. Um, he is like uh, more of a raw, you know, raw producer. So it's not heavy. You know, the production isn't always super heavy. It's not a lot of, you know, tricks and stuff. It's kind of just raw. Um, and that's how we like it. And that's how we know. So that's kind of, I, I didn't really know, but now I'm very happy where it's, you know, came. Yeah, and I would say like you got you pretty you picked up pretty steam pretty quickly because I believe you're you're signed to a record label with Riot Records, right? I think you even have a couple sponsorship, yep. including guitar guitar cables from Powered by Rock. But I mean, you you, yep. you man, yeah, Ernie Ball, you got the strings, and uh, did yep. you have a you have an amp one too, don't you? Orange, yeah, we got orange amps, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, these are things that like most bands never get for their like entire existence. And you're like, yeah, hey, I just yeah. decided to start a band and, yeah, and, no. and made music. And now I'm already got all this stuff down. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was a thing because I, I'm a, and I was a major in college. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. I really don't think it does because it's just how hard you go in connecting with people. But the social media aspect, I was connecting with a lot of people really quickly. And that's how I ended up getting, when I got the jam in the van, they ended up hooking us up, hooking up really good. Um, when I got the jam in the van session, originally we did one, then I wanted to do another one with some new songs. And then they set it up to where we did a, I don't know if you've seen it, but they set it up to where Orange sent us the Orange Terror Stamp little uh, amp in a box. Yeah. And they did, we did a, a demo, a little demo for them, like, you know, talking about and playing a little session on it. And, you know, it's on their, it's on their, it's on their YouTube and all their socials, oranges and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, we just, you know, we did this, we did a session, guys, uh, we did like a four song session too. That's on their, their YouTube, a live session at, at Jam in the Van. I was like, all right, well, you guys, can we just get sponsored? Like, is that, because I was already had the email of the, of the A&R rep who was, dealing with the sending everything. So I was like, Hey, can you guys just sponsor us? I mean, now we're, you guys are putting up a video of us. Like you might as well sponsor us. So I like, yep. Yeah, all right, sure. I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I ended up hooking up with, you know, the, um, Ernie ball guy. I just found him an A&R rep. His name's Tim. I'm not going to say his last name. I'm sure he doesn't want it out there. I just put him on Instagram, um, just through sifting through stuff and hit him up. And he said, yeah, too. 
And then same thing with the label. Label, I found the label A&R guy through the through Instagram as well. And I just emailed them, just kept bugging them, kept bugging them. And then finally, after like two months, we we ended up coming to, coming to a, a little agreement. And yeah, so it was just kind of going hard in the first place and um, really, I guess, marketing myself and the, the band decently well. That's how we got verified and stuff too. So yeah. going well, yeah. Yeah, and I will say for any band out there thinking like, oh, man, Matt's lucky. He's got all this stuff. He's like, no, nah, man, <laughs> you don't just get lucky. You yeah. don't just get a record label. You don't get yeah. sponsorships without asking yeah. and working your ass off. Yeah, yeah, that's – yeah, that's I – mean, sometimes I'm like – because we are so new and we're also new to the, to the scene too. I feel like nobody, said, nobody says the things. Um, we hear – well, we've heard a couple of times, I guess, but we wonder if a lot of bands are kind of – not, I mean, I guess the word would be jealous, or I don't want to say jealous because, like, I'm sure they're just as good of a band as us, but like, that's the point, I guess, because we have all these sponsorships and stuff. But I like, I hope that they they know that, like, I'm not like, oh, I come from money or like I have some, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know anybody in the music industry. I don't know, you know, I mean? nothing. So, like, and I knew nothing for like two years ago. I just freaking went hard. So, like, that's, I guess, what I would. I wish everybody could know too, because it's so much work. And I feel like a lot of people, there's, there's a lot of people who are like, we're just really, you know, we're very DIY. I mean, not very DIY. We're, as, I guess, as DIY as it sounds, besides recording our shit in our, you know, garage. But um, we do, I do everything on my own. I book all of our shows. Everything that we get is all from, from and stuff. And like, I feel like some people think that there's some, some special, like, hook up or something and there's so many bands i know so many people that i know are in the same boat too i talked to some some bands um the lead singer of uh fate destroyed have you ever heard of fate destroyed band i have not look, look them up after look them up after the, the lead singer princess i was talking to her about it too and she because they played um incarceration festival and they played all these other festivals and stuff and, and she does it all on her own too and i was like damn i, I thought that she had a manager or something I was like, okay like who's your manager so i'm like i'm, I'm trying to get a manager somebody take some stuff off my plate but i'm like i don't want to i cannot trust anybody if they're um not going to do as well as as i could just do on my own because i've been doing it just well on my own and we got on i don't know if you ever saw it too we got there's also random but we were on a cbs local cbs show with red jumpsuit apparatus and enter shikari we had a live session oh, wow. um, with them and that was early too and that was strictly i found them i found that guy through uh instagram too hit him up, emailed him, said, can we be part of it? And boom, it, just like that. So it was just kind of just putting yourself out there. Now, that's why I would say put yourself out there to everybody else. But yeah, I hope everybody knows it's not just like a connection thing, <laughs> hard work. Yeah. Yeah. You got to scour the internet. You got to, you got to put yourself out there and not yeah. be afraid of rejection for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right. So sure. I want to talk about some of the songs real quick, because I feel like, on the surface, you don't have to understand what the songs are about to really get the mood of a song. But, you know, digging in and getting your perspective as a songwriter is always cool because, you know, one of my favorite things is kind of learning more about the histories of the songs. So, um, obviously, the, the three new songs since the EP came out, All Feelings Aside, You, and Overused, Overworked and Underused, um, kind of talk to me about the story behind kind of each one of these songs and, and what were you kind of feeling and what are you trying to go with? And how do you get the sound that you want in the end for each one of those? Yeah, so all feelings aside, um, I cannot even remember writing that one. It was like I can't even remember it, but I remember writing the lyrics to it. 
Um, and it was, that was really one where it was, I was just sick of, uh, being, I was in a lot of places where I didn't want to be, whether it be a party or a, a job or a, a friend's house set, you know, I want to just be at home or I want to be anywhere else. So it came where I was like, you know, while, you know, obviously the first line is while you're thinking about what they think of you, they're thinking about the same thing too, where it's like, you know, everybody's thinking like, what are they thinking of me? What am I thinking to them? everybody's kind of thinking that so like you shouldn't even worry about like what what people think because they're probably just thinking about what you think of them you know so but i'm like i'm sick of this stuff these the same social chores i'm sick of saying i gotta do this i gotta put on a happy face oh how's it going guys you know put on a a smile or whatever when i just don't feel like it you know sometimes plenty of times so i want to just be at home just making music or watching music or doing anything else or just sleeping yeah um so (laughs) it was kind of that and, and like Oliver kind of thought it, Oliver, I, I, it, it's not, a, it's not a song about, about like killing himself or suicide, but it, it caught like, it can be taken that way. Like Oliver took it that way. Um, yeah. and he, he took it. I don't want to be here anymore to be, uh, like, I don't, I just don't want to be here anymore. Like, kill me. And it, it, and it, I guess somewhat it was that, I guess I just don't be here anymore and I could be anywhere else, but I guess I didn't think about it that way, but other people can. And yeah, you don't need to, that's what I love about music too. You don't need to know exactly what the song's about as long as you, you can put your own interpretation onto it. I do that all the time with songs, you know, um, yeah. you was, you was a song that, uh, it was a, you know, it was just like a cliche breakup song. I wrote that, like the real riff, I guess, uh, and part of that after, uh, me and my girlfriend broke up, ex-girlfriend broke up and it was at like one in the morning or something. Um, and I said like, like, and I was like, I kind of like that. And I was like, I don't know where to go with this though. I was like, I, I have no idea. So I sent it to Soren. Um, and then Soren, we ended up getting together and Soren put together a chorus for it. And I wrote the melody for the lyrics and stuff, but he put together the chorus and stuff. And I was like, oh, that, that works. And then we ended up getting to the bridge. I was like, that, I, I really like that. And then we just kept doing that. And I was like, all right, this works. Like, let's, let's do this. Let's hear how this sounds. And it kind of, you know, this one was definitely, I, I wasn't loving it, I guess, because it was sounding really uh, pop punky. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not, not that I don't like pop punk. I mean, I, a lot of people say we sound pop punk too. And I don't really understand it, but that one was like, I was like, ah, like it's kind of sounded like pop punk. I don't know. Like, I was feeling weird about it, but I really liked it. And I really liked, I really liked the, the I liked the verse and I liked the chorus. I thought it was kind of power, kind of on it. And then that's when I asked uh, Brian Swindle from Have Mercy if he if it sounded like it could be like a Have Mercy song, an old Have Mercy song. And I was like, oh, he would be perfect for this. And we, we were already talking beforehand and he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And that's what's like, all right, well, now I'm going to, I'm going to put it out now because I love Brian Swindle. I love Have Mercy. So if he's exit he'll get on it i'll I'll put it out so that's that was that one's process and then overworked and underused that was a song that i wrote like a year ago it was a lot different we've been playing it live for a long time we probably played it in vegas we might have played it uh we play it all that's we play it every time for the past i guess year it was just a lot different it didn't have the same uh lead line guitar line that like linear cool guitar line whatever it was different it was like an octave thing but we we're like oh let's let's change that and then it was also didn't have all like the the screaming kind of 
metalcore screamo influence that Oliver brought um, to all the background yeah. vocals and stuff. It didn't have any of that. It was just kind of like a pure um, kind of alt rockish song, punk alt rock song, I guess. And then we were like, all right, we can just kind of like led way to just when we were in the studio, like, we could add a lot more. This it could sound like there's just a lot going on. So we were just like, all right, fuck it, let's just kind of add a lot. And then we just kind of made it really not complicated, but for us, it was. Uh, a, a lot going on in a song, I guess, for us. And it was stir. So that's how that one came about. Yeah, it's funny because you mentioned that. I was going to say one thing about your guys' music is you put in the work to get the sound right on the recording and you don't hold back on complex composition. I know Soren, obviously, uh, you, you mentioned him quite a bit. He's kind of a virtuoso on guitar, but he's, he's not even just a guitarist. He plays other instruments. You already mentioned he played bass. I think he said he also plays like piano or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he can play some keys too, yeah. 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 And it's like when you have somebody like that in the band that can just kind of like just play whatever, it, it helps to kind of let you explore what the songs can sound like. So, I mean, the, the other thing, the flip side is that no matter how good somebody is, like I've seen Eddie Van Halen like play guitar, right? Not in person, but like I've seen him play, but without like a band to kind of bring him back and rein him in. I'm not going to sit there and watch him play, you know, 20 minute guitar solos either. So it's like, you guys do manage to find a complimentary mix of, you know, the, the great melodies, the, the, the hooks, the drumming, everything. And it kind of all makes sense. So kind of talk about what you're kind of feeling when you, when you hear, you know, what, what each person brings and how that all comes together. Yeah, Cause so that's exactly, we talk about all the time that we're, we're, I'm sorry. And like jokes about it almost because he's, it, it's funny that he's like makes uh, and is in like such a, a basic, easy, simple band, you know, because he's such a uh, music nut and he's, you know, always wants to make it like super complex and like the most, not necessarily like you so much stuff going on, but he also knows uh, and he loves just serving song, serving the song. So he's, he's very much, um, a person who always says, you know, I understand, you know, I got service song, so we don't put a, an insane sweet picking solo into every song, you know, but like you, it, it fits into you, you know, we we're like, all right, well, we can put a solo there, but we originally had a solo for all feelings side instead of the after. And we were like, I was like, oh, like. I know Sora's gonna get mad. I was like, I know Sora because we he already did it, he already recorded. It. I was like, I just don't think it sounds it just it was kind of like a fast, like a solo. And I was like, I just I don't think it fits with this. Like, I don't know. So I ended up we ended up taking it out and then we're just replacing it with that part. And I just think it, it ended up working so much better. But that was like the only time that we've like had a little uh, like issue, I guess. And he's so certain, like everything that he knows exactly how to do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. And or, Oliver just, just Oliver does what I tell him. Just kidding. <laughs> but, but Oliver, <laughs> Oliver just, just does fucking bass lines after I write this song. I mean, me and Oliver wrote a few of these songs from that were released on the album. Uh, we wrote a few of the songs together. And one of them, actually, Oliver's singing. Uh, most of the song i'm just singing the verses um so we had some of those kind of songs too so oliver in regards to his bass playing we'll just write a song and he'll just he'll just play whatever fits bass wise into it and oliver's great but oliver's no oliver's not like soren wise on guitar on bass or anything like that you know so um he just plays you know kind of exactly what 
it needs to be played and all of our songs don't need some don't don't need an intense uh you know bass lines or some thundercat stuff so it's just kind of whatever <laughs> um we feel like all right let's do that we switch things up too a lot of times he'll, he'll start doing something and then we'll switch it up so or I'll, or I'll, I'll have him do something different or something but other than that, um, me and Oliver mainly we started to write more songs together, um, but because Oliver has a different style too, um, he's a very he's a she's a metalcore head, like big time metalcore guy. But we find like songs and genres and like, but he also likes Weezer and it was weird. So we find yeah. stuff that we can kind of come to terms with. I'm like, all right, let's write something that is in this realm maybe. So yeah, um, that's kind of and then drummer is just whoever the fuck we can get at the time to come and work the drums <laughs> we we had fencer uh cameron they uh, i don't know if you know the band fencer went on tour with them where and their drummer came and recorded the whole album for us because our drummer was, was a bunch of time so very cool so speaking of the album is that going to be still on riot records and how far along in the recording is it all done is it going to be actually coming out do you have a release date yet no no release date yet it's done it's not mastered yet but there is one song that i'm not where well, i'm not ready to we there still needs to be a little uh adjustment i guess you'd say we need to add something to it so i'm kind of holding off because we haven't been able to get into the studio to do it so i'm just holding back i guess i'm getting them all mastered because they're all they were already but I'm um, just being, I don't know. So I do not know. We'll see. I'm out like three or four months. No, no date as of right now. I'm being a little picky on this one, even though I usually aren't. I mean, yeah. I usually am not. Is it still going to be through Riot Records, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So through Riot Records. Very cool. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I know you guys have played a few a handful of shows lately. Uh, this is probably going to come out after your next show, I think, I think you have one in September, but I think this will come out after that. But do you have anything beyond September or, or anything else that you want, want to promote or plug before we, we finish the interview today? Uh, yeah, we're doing a, we're playing a show at program state shop in October on the 28th, Sherry and go. Uh, and then the uh, festival in the inland empire, this little like uh music and food festival that we got to do we're doing that but other than that yeah well obviously everybody can look forward to the album dropping i'm sure you'll probably at least release a single or something before the album comes out so that people can come follow you on instagram spotify and all that stuff and get those pre-save links and do all that good stuff but i think you know we'll put all these these links below yeah. the show notes so that way people can find anything that they want to find but before you go i'm going to ask you name recommend one piece of new music album artist something new music from like 2022 not from like 1989 that you just discovered uh that you would like to shout out before we uh check okay. out today okay sherry domingo i just talked about that we're playing a show with them they are great amazing people and they just released a song called life is good like two weeks ago and they're also going on tour with movements um and matt from citizen and city and they are great and we love them and they that song rips really hard you'll probably like it too so check that one out sweet definitely i always do every time somebody recommends something i go check it out and i'm like man they're fucking terrible no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, like 99 like of the time they're good but every once in a while i'm like oh that's a bit folksy for me or something but <laughs> most of the stuff's good uh, you that, that that won't be this 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Matt, from Crossing Eyes and Dotting Tees, uh, dotting, dotting, dotting Tees for being on the show today. Make sure you go to the show notes, guys, below this sure. episode to check out their music because they're freaking awesome. And I'm looking forward to the album coming out because if, if the first seven songs are an indication, this album is going to freaking rip. Um, also, guys, remember the Powered by Rock podcast is powered by the listeners. So if you want to show us some support, please be sure to subscribe and share the podcast on social media. You can also make a donation to the podcast to help us keep making some awesome episodes with awesome guests. You can find that link in the notes as well. You can see the full video interview on our YouTube channel or on Spotify now as well. If you want to check out some of our articles, album reviews, lists, and interviews, go to PoweredByRock.com to read our absolutely free rocking blog. Also, find our merch and gear as well so you can pick up some items to play and look like a rock legend. That's our show for today. We'll see you soon for the next episode. Until then, rock on.